0: You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, John Non, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting And talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game. And, of course, where they are now. So, what is happening, everybody? I hope everyone has been having a phenomenal day and a fantastic week so far. Goodness me. Um my friend actually shout out to my good friend julia who is first of all a phenomenal friend shout out to you julia but also somehow julia (laughs) julia has been listening to the show every now and then but um julia knows when i actually sit down to record tko and then we're actually having this conversation the other day and we're both actually acknowledging that this whole week just went by so fast and um, even Julia cannot believe that it's already time for recording TKO. A brand new week! A brand new TKO! All that stuff. Um, So, you know what? I cannot believe it either. And I feel like you know, I feel like everybody's perception of time has totally been messed up. Number one, because of the pandemic. Number two, um, everybody's just so busy right now with school and work and everything that everybody has going on. Number three, um, (laughs) it is like we're in this like purgatory phase between spring and summer, especially if you live in the Guelph and uh, nearby regions uh, in southern Ontario. You probably know how, first of all, wonderful the weather has been. And it's just been oh, like you you get literally kissed by the sun when you go out. And it's just beautiful. And oh, it's just been long overdue. And uh, we honestly deserve this wonderful weather. It's been awesome. And you know what? I feel like once uh, the weather gets better out, <laughs> you kind of like your perception of time just kind of is messed up. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know what the basis to, to that is, but y- you you feel me? Like you you can probably resonate with this. But that's that's just what naturally happens. And I feel like that's what's been happening with a lot of us uh, as of recently. But anywho, uh, I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Um happy uh first week of June I guess actually yeah it just hit me that it is June and uh, especially the first week of June is very special to me always because it is your girl's birthday. Um, So my birthday is on June 4th. And um, I'm very excited. I'm turning 24. And, you know, I feel like I don't remember actually uh, getting hyped about my birthdays for the previous years that we've been doing TKO for. But uh, basically, you know, uh, so there's two things that really just like humble me when I think about number one um thinking about how far we have come with tko just like uh, you know me looking at the different episode numbers uh that we've had so far so you know uh right now this is episode 277 which is who, you know quite humbling uh considering that we've been doing the show since 2016 yo like that's you know unbelievable but also humbling like i mentioned So that's one of the things that really humbles me. But also, like, every year when I get older, I get very humbled. And, um, you know, even today, like, in the morning as I was driving to work, um, it just hit me. Like, all that hit me and uh, felt incredibly grateful for another year of great, like, I mean I say great life because honestly there's so many things that we can count as things that we can be grateful for and things that are positive in our lives and uh, things that have helped us grow a lot in the past year so it really I mean my birthday my birthday excuse me is not here yet but um you know when important events like that are approaching you cannot help but um reflect on some things some some of the important uh highlights of the past year of your life and you know uh, i mean for me personally i was uh number one very humbled you know uh, for everybody's life uh as i can imagine like there's ups and downs in every year of everybody's life and uh it's all about you learning lessons growing and keeping strong and keep on moving forward and staying humble and being grateful for everything that you have and trying to receive positivity and also give out positivity to, to the world um so you know, I really felt that today when I was uh, doing my little daily reflection before getting to work. Um, and I thought that I should uh, share that with you guys here on the show today. Um, so I, 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 you know what, I actually do recommend that little exercise for everybody to try out because I feel like um, it's very calming, first of all. Um, he, like he, you probably cannot feel it unless you try it and then you feel that calmness after the fact. But also, it's just really nice. Um, uh, I feel like it, it helps you organize your thoughts, feelings, and just uh, it's a good exercise to do. So, you know, whether your birthday is coming up or not, I feel like it's its a great thing to do. Just reflect on, um, you know, the past year, the past few months and um, acknowledge everything. But also uh, give thanks to the universe and, you know, just, just keep on going forward, man. So yeah, uh, speaking of, uh, first week of June, yes, it is my birthday and, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. Um, I do not feel 24 at all. Uh, I always say that I feel 19. Uh, su- uh not surprisingly, that was, uh, I think actually, yeah, I think I was 19 or 18, I can't remember. I, I cannot do the math somehow in my head right now, but that was around the age that I actually started doing TKO. So maybe, you know, that the whole uh, the, the youth energy, you know, all that. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I feel that age somehow uh, my inner child feels like it's 19. still. So. but um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. And uh, speaking of June 4th, so. Somehow I don't know how but the combat sports universe and the combat sports gods always uh, give me a really nice uh, birthday present every year because somehow at least for the past few years every year on June 4th we've been having phenomenal fight cards and this year is definitely no exception. On June 4th, uh, actually starting at, uh, I believe it is 4 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to be having an awesome um, UFC fight night between two wonderful um, just Absolutely phenomenal heavyweights in the UFC right now. We're gonna be having Alexander Volkov going against Jardinia Rosenstrike and a heavyweight bout for the main event of this UFC uh, Fight night, so that's gonna be very exciting. We're gonna be talking about it in more detail today So yay. Thank you combat sports gods for making that happen um, But also so this just hit me <laughs> Um Oh boy, uh we are going to be having the next numbered pay-per-view event in the UFC happening in about 10 days as of today on june 11th so uh, not this weekend but the weekend after that we're going to be having ufc 275 happening which is going to be headlined by a light heavyweight championship bout between the current champion mr glover Teixeira, who's going to going to be defending his title against the number two contender in the light heavyweight division jerry prochaska so this fight is going to be an absolute killer uh i'm not i'm just gonna kind of like tease you guys i guess this week for all the breakdowns that we're gonna be doing the following week during the actual fight week of this ufc 275 event um but i i, I mean i cannot help but get hyped naturally when i see all these like awesome names like on this ufc 275 uh, fight card like how can i not get hyped how could you you yes you dear listener like how could you not get hyped when you're when you're um hearing just just me going through all these amazing this this list of amazing fighters who, who are going to be fighting on June 11th so that was the main event of UFC 275 but listen the co-main event is also going to be very very exciting and interesting so we're going to be having one of my all-time favorite fighters the current flyweight champion in women's um mma in the ufc valentina shevchenko is going to be defending her title against tyla santos that fight everybody that fight like i don't know what you have to do if you have to set up a reminder on your phone calendar whatever if you have a whiteboard on your fridge or whatever it is please take a moment right now and mark down this fight for uh, June 11th the main, the main event of the UFC 275 fight card Valentina Shevchenko the most badass woman arguably humbly biasly in my opinion <laughs> in the UFC roster right now and um it's going to be awesome because we haven't seen Valentina Shevchenko fight um in a hot minute so it is going to be indeed a very exciting fight but Tyla Santos is no one to underestimate and I feel like she definitely earned her spot to be fighting off against the champion in the flyweight division but we shall wait and see how things will turn out on uh, June 11th. Oh goodness. Goodness. So I'm going backwards like from the main event to like you know events prior to the main event and let me tell you about the third last fight of the evening for ufc 275 we're going to be having two former women's strawweight champions going against each other potentially to um it, like this is probably going to be a title challenger eliminator fight so in my opinion my prediction is that whoever wins this fight is probably going to be next in line for um (laughs) For, uh, you know, the, the the strawweight champion to be defending her new title against. And I, I, as I said that, it just clicked for me that Thug Rose Namajunas is no longer the champion. And indeed, now we have Miss um, Carla Esparza being the new strawweight champion at the UFC. So there's actually this really interesting dynamic going on here in the women's strawweight division. So Carla Esparza, the current champion she too was actually a former champion she was actually the first ever strawweight champion in the UFC when the UFC first introduced women's MMA into uh, its uh, whole league so Carla Esparza was along those pioneer women fighters in the UFC alongside names like um, uh, Gina uh, Carano oh my god I'm sorry my brain is just so fried I hope yeah, that was that was Gina Carano. Yes, of course. How could I possibly forget that? Anyways, minor brain fart. But, um, you know, uh, pioneer women fighters like her and also Ronda Rousey. And then there was, um, um uh, goodness, there was Carla Esparza, uh, who was in that list. Um, and uh, she became the first ever strawweight champion at the UFC and the women's roster. Um, so she's been in the game for, for a while now um, But then, you know uh, She she was fighting very hard uh, But there were so many different people Who had their run With the Strawweight title Including Joanna young Jacek, Including Zhang Lee, Including Rose Namajunas And then finally Carla Sparza came and defeated Rose Namajunas and regained the title for herself So, uh since I mentioned all those names, Zhang Wei Lee and Joanna Jonjic are now going to be fighting against each other, hopefully for a chance to face off against Carla Sparza for her new newly obtained title. I feel like um, this is very well deserved for um, either one of these ladies, for um, uh, either Joanna. Uh, uh, did I say Joanna? I'm sorry, Joanna or Zhang, um, I can totally see either of them um have that title challenge against Carla esparza so i feel like this matchup was indeed a very smart matchup by the ufc matchmakers um and the fact that it's happening so soon honestly i did not anticipate it uh happen this soon i was aware of this matchup happening but i didn't know actually to be honest with you guys i didn't know it was happening on this ufc 275 fight card but here he, here it is, and um, it's gonna be so exciting. So Zhang Wei is an absolute powerhouse with everything that she does inside the octagon. She has the striking and the kickboxing and the wrestling. She just, she trains so incredibly hard. Uh, when you see her tr- footage of her uh, training, for real, it looks like she is um, in a in a combat sports movie. That's how hard. Uh, she is always training even on camera and it's just um unbelievable to me honestly and you want a young JJ? oh my god speaking of having like first of all being so perseverance in any mma fight and also speaking of never getting tired and speaking of having the heart of a champion Janjajic, before she uh, started her mma professional mma career she was huge in the muay thai world um she was a muay thai champion world muay thai champion um and so um you know for her to make that transition to professional mma it came very natural for her but uh when she even started her mma run she was just absolutely phenomenal um if you guys remember she was a champion for a long period of time i if i'm not mistaken do not call me on this but um (laughs) you know uh having seen her fight for so many years i believe she was one of the few uh women fighters who was able to defend her strawweight title for so many times and you know successfully so so good for her and it was just beautiful to see her and all the fights the amazing fights that she had during her run as the straw weight champion um in women's ma in the ufc um you know this woman would not care about getting hurt in her fights she would not ever 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 quit never ever quit in her fights and uh that's why i feel like um, she is indeed deserving of this uh, this fight against the former champion Zhang Weili. But to be fair, I feel like neither, like for Zhang Weili, Yan Janjajic is no uh, opponent to underestimate. And likewise f- uh, for Yuana, Zhang Weili is no opponent to at all underestimate in this case. So I feel like it is actually a great matchup for both ladies and um feel like it's going to be, a good challenge to them Because um, You know These are notable individuals In the women's strawweight division Right now We're talking former champions And that's that's no joke of course um, So um, I feel like because of Everything that I just mentioned This fight is also going to be One exciting one to watch And uh, so whatever you you Did to remind yourself of that Valentina Shevchenko and Tyler Santos fight Please Put another asterisk or, or just like something like a arrow or something. You know, highlight it. Underline in red. Whatever you're doing. Um, also indicate that this fight between Zhang Weili and Joanna young is also happening on the same fight card. Uh, right before we get to see the Valentina Shevchenko and Tyler Santos fight. So amazing night of fights. And um, there's also so many Other uh, amazing Fighters and talented fighters uh, Who are going to be fighting on the UFC 275 fight card Fortunately because of the lack of time, uh, I'm just going to leave all that till next week when we do sit down and thoroughly talk about this whole UFC 275 fight card. But until then, hopefully you have enough content to be hyped about. Um, I don't know about you because I already got hyped even though the fight is uh, about 10 days away. But, you know, just naturally looking at a list of the, the, the fighters right here, just you're like, Goodness, I'm so happy they're fighting The people who are fighting each other It just makes so much sense And it's just like, mm, you know, just like the chef kiss uh, <laughs> But like MMA style If if you're a hardcore fan You know exactly what I'm talking about So hopefully Hopefully you feel the same But yeah, uh, once again UFC 275 It is going to be happening The next weekend, June 11th Actually, okay So plot twist, the fights are happening In Singapore Okay, so make a note of that. um, Naturally, when fights happen, so we are in the Eastern time zone um, and usually fights happen around, uh, you know, especially for the numbered pay-per-view events. They happen around 10 p.m. Eastern time um, for this fight, even though it's in Singapore. And I thought there was going to be a time difference, which I mean, there definitely is. But they're still having the fight at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So, I'm not exactly sure how the time difference works for these guys, but uh, I'm assuming that it will be, I don't know, like, there will be many, many hours ahead of us. So, they're fighting for us on Saturday, but in reality, it's their Sunday, and I think it's probably during their day, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, or like, maybe like, evening for them, like Sunday evening for them, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, nonetheless i hope that they're not jet lagged or anything because that would suck and i mean you know y'all already know like i'm all about that circadian science and like how it impacts your health and you know specifically with exercise um it can definitely impact Your performance and just, like, all the downstream outcomes from that. So, I mean, I I can't, I hate to say this. I I doubt that the UFC matchmakers actually thought this through like that. But, um, I I mean, at least I really hope that the fighters are not jet lagged and that they get enough funding to fly over at least a week in advance so that they can... um, accommodate to the to the time zone change and whatnot because uh, they do not want to go into the cage jet lag that would absolutely suck and not good not good at all but anyways so yeah this fight on june 11th uh, the the ufc 275 fight card rather june 11th 10 p.m eastern time don't forget that all right all right okay so that's what's happening in two weeks i guess yeah it is gonna be two weeks But I do want to talk about the fights that are happening on June 4th, the wonderful blessed day of June 4th, (laughs) uh, between Alexander Volkov and Jarzinia Rosenstreich. So uh, these guys are absolute monsters. Thought I should just start with that. Let that sink in. Um, and honestly, you know what? I feel like even if you have been uh, watching at least a couple of these guys' uh, fights in the past, you, you know, when I said that, you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, I know, Janan, I know. I've seen with my own eyes. Um, and you know what? If you need more convincing, it only takes uh, a Google search. For you to find out how badass Of fighters these two guys are They're absolute um, knockout, knockout Artists and just uh, you know Naturally when we're talking about heavyweights In combat sports it's just Boy oh boy um, when, when it does Involve something with striking You already know you should be on the edge of your seat um, You should anticipate At least a knockdown And that's exactly what you should be anticipating with Alexander Volkov versus Jar- Jarzynia Rosenstrike. So, um, I'm gonna tell <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Jarzynia Rosenstrike because speaking of striking, so Mans was a <laughs> sorry to 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 get all informal and stuff, but I'm sorry, Mans was a a, a a Muay Thai world and sorry, not Muay, excuse me. Scratch that I got I got way ahead of myself man's was a kickboxing champion in the Netherlands so as a heavyweight kickboxing champion that should tell you something about how dangerous of a fighter Jardinio Rosenstrike is so you take a world kickboxing champion you bring him inside the octagon you ask him, man, I want you to learn some wrestling. I want you to learn some uh, jiu-jitsu. Let's see what you got in the MMA game. Oh, boy, that is a dangerous combination indeed. I'm going to tell you that, okay? Because uh, <laughs> when Jorgini and Rosenstreich initially came to the UFC, first of all, in his professional MMA career, he was undefeated. He was undefeated. He fought people, actually, you know, former top top, uh, contenders like Andrei Arlovski, people like Alistair Overeem, who himself uh, has been a kickboxing champion from the Netherlands, they even gave him the current champion Francis Ngannou in 2020. Only two fights after the two fights that he had uh, being in the UFC. So that's how much the UFC, you know, saw saw Jairzinho uh, potential for and they actually they they rewarded him with Francis Ngannou. Unfortunately, I mean, you guys already know, you know, there's a reason why Francis Ngannou is the current UFC champion. There's just no other heavyweight in the world right now who can beat him at all. Um, you know, that's just a fact. At least for now, right? So, when they put Jairzinho against Francis Ngannou, I to my to me it just felt a little bit premature at the time yet they did it and then Jarzinho lost that fight he was knocked out in that fight okay no problem i mean it's francis nganu the baddest heavyweight in the world right now okay let's put that aside so thankfully he came back next time against junior Santos, who was also a former ufc champion he won against Dos um he tko'd him And then um, they put him up against another top contender in the heavyweight division, Cyril Gunn from France, who actually recently fought for the heavyweight title against Francis Ngannou himself. So again, you know, um, in my opinion, again, unfortunately, I feel like it was a little bit premature for that fight as well. Uh, But I feel like it was something that we needed to still witness because like, why the heck not, right? Um, you know, when you see someone have this much potential And this much experience, like Jardinia Rosenstrike, Why not try to put him against the absolute best in the division, right? Like, at the same time, I completely get why they did what they did with Jardinia And who, he, who they matched him up against But at the same time, you know I feel like he could have had more fights and more experience in the UFC anyways Before they made all those matchmaking moves for him So he lost that fight against Cyril Gunn and then he fought against Augusto Sakai and he won. His most recent fight was against Curtis Blades um, who's a top contender in the heavyweight division and unfortunately he lost that through a unanimous decision. So it's been a little bit uh, on and off for him recently but I feel like, you know, again we shouldn't really underestimate his experience and, um, um, you know, just, just when you're a fighter and you go into um, uh, either the ring or the octagon um it's there's a lot of factors that uh f- play a role in how successful your performance is and you know just because a fighter lost their most recent fight doesn't mean doesn't mean anything um so uh you know i feel like in my opinion i feel like we should still be supporters and believers of these fighters and uh you know, considering all the information that we have at hand and what we know about their style of fighting and how dominant they tend to be in their performances, I feel like we should be um, making assumptions and predictions that way about their future performance or their upcoming performance. So I said all that about Jarsini and Rosenstrike, but let's talk a little bit about Alexander Volkov, who is also an absolute beast. So Alexander Volkov. Um, he is a heavyweight fighter However, he fights like He is so much lighter than his actual um, actual Fighting weight And I do not mean that In a negative way at all I say this as the most positive thing That one can say about a heavyweight fighter Because sometimes, you know, people just naturally Assume when you're a heavyweight fighter Oh, you're so heavy with your movements You're not as dynamic You're just relying on power shots and whatnot not when we're talking about Alexander Volkov. Alexander Volkov is so dynamic, has the best footwork, at, arguably in the whole division. And um, he moves around a lot and uh, he loves to keep his uh, opponents busy. He He's just like smoothly, you know, moving around and um, maneuvering so smoothly. And it's just, uh, it's so beautiful to watch. He's super technical. He also comes from a strong kickboxing background Exactly why this fight is going to be so Exciting and interesting to watch because Jarsinio comes from a strong Kickboxing background so does Alexander Volkov what's Going to happen if we put the two together That's exactly why this fight is going to be happening On June 4th right um, But nonetheless uh, so uh, I feel like Alexander Volkov could definitely outlast Jardinia Rosenstrike if it comes to having the fight for the full five rounds of the main event. Um, to me, he seems like he he's got better stamina and cardio, being a heavyweight fighter. Um, but even though he's actually the heavier fighter in this case, if you go and look at their the weights that they usually weigh at, um, the excuse me, the weights that they usually fight at. But nonetheless, uh, you know, these are all the facts that we have at hand about both fighters. To me, it's going to be an absolute um, display of fireworks because um, it is a great matchup in that they're both very talented heavyweights who uh, have very similar fighting styles. So to me, um, that's what I'm uh, interested to see. I wonder if they're going to be switching up their style from what they usually do and just overall what is gonna happen on fight night i guess we'll see for ourselves on june 4th goodness i'm just looking at the clock right now unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna be having for this week make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with previous episodes and until next time it's your girl Jonan right here and this is tko peace out